0: I'm Dan Weinbaum, and this is Experts in the News. We're joined by Bill Hammond with Casey Elderlaw. Thanks for being here, Bill. Thank you, Dan. Our society is getting older day by day, thanks to the large baby boomer uh,
1: generation. Yeah, that's exactly right, and I know I'm part of that large baby boomer generation. In fact, for those baby boomers out there listening, I have a picture when I was about two years old of me wearing a Davy Crockett coonskin cap. Okay.
0: (laughs) I Uh, used to have a Davy Crockett coonskin cap as well.
1: You bet. We all had those things. Well, here's (laughs) the thing. So when I was that little two-year-old with that coonskin cap, not a big deal. And here I am now pushing my mid-60s. What happened, Dan?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where did it all go? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, here's the problem. Yesterday and today and tomorrow and for the next 12 years, 8,900 of us are going to turn age 65. Wow. Wow. So we've got this huge cohort of people going through, and what's going to happen is it's going to put all kinds of pressure on the social system. That's why elder law has become such a big practice area. People need help. They need help in figuring out what they're going to do as they go through their own elder care journey. Let me give you an example. For a lot of the folks I work with, they want to stay at home. They want to get care at home. In fact, I'd almost say we all do. Here's the problem. As we age, sometimes it gets to the point where we need additional care. And you know, Dan, in our area, and it depends on the level of care you need, but we're all of a sudden looking at 20 to 22 $24 an hour if the family members can't provide the care. Wow, who can afford that? So what a lot of people do is they downsize. They might move to an independent living. Think of that like an apartment. But then for a lot of folks, they get to the point where they need additional care. And so then we're looking at what we might call an assisted living facility. Think of it like an apartment, but with some additional, you know, care being provided. And while it's all over the board in our area, pretty good rule of thumb, $5,500, $6,000 a month or more, all of a sudden we're spending $60,000, $70,000 a year. Wow, who can afford that? That is an astonishing amount of money. Yeah. And then if we go a bit further down the elder care journey, for a lot of folks, they get to the point where they need nursing care. And all of a sudden we're looking at, you know, on average $7,000 a month, $84,000 a year, and now we're in real trouble. So what happens is it's real important for our listeners to make sure that they get a plan in place so that they can deal with that. And that's where a good elder law attorney can help out.
0: Talk about that plan. What, what could that be?
1: Yeah. So back on February 8, 2006, then President Bush signed what's known as the Deficit Reduction Act. And that's a set of laws that basically tell us how we're all going to pay for the cost of care as we age. Now, for our listeners who are young enough and healthy enough, One of the things that they ought to be doing, Dan, is they ought to be looking into long-term care insurance. That can be really important so that you can pay the cost of care as you get older. But for a lot of my clients, they get to the point where they either can't qualify or they're too old or they they can't afford it. And in those cases, we have to have a way to get them the care they need and to allow them to pay for it. And that's where programs like the VA, the Veterans Benefits, come in, Or where Medicaid comes in and that's also a way to make sure that we can pay for the cost of care without going broke.
0: This is something that folks should be thinking about now, whatever age they are, or even if they have parents or grandparents that haven't even reached a certain age. This stuff needs to be discussed
1: and talked about now, planned now. Yeah. No, I think you're exactly right. And these are conversations that that families do need to have. And sometimes, you know, it's one spouse, you know, talking to the kids about, you know, the other spouse that's having some problems. Sometimes it's the spouses talking with each other. And frankly, sometimes... It's the adult children who are getting together and saying, you know, we came home for the holidays. Oh my goodness, I didn't know what was going on with mom and dad, and it's incumbent upon those kids to get smart about this because lots of times the families are gonna rely on them and someone's got to take the lead. And many times uh, parents that are elderly
0: or senior, they don't wanna burden their children or the rest of the family. But this is something that uh, they need to talk about so they can
1: plan for the care, so they can plan to not harm the family, if you will. Yeah, you're exactly right. And years ago there was a study done by the Texas Institute of Functional Medicine, and what it said was they discovered that the number one fear of the elderly was becoming a burden to their kids. And so what uh, lots of times happens is – They really won't say what's going on. They won't tell the kids. They'll try to hide it a little bit. I understand that. I see it all the time. No one wants to be a burden. Here's my experience. My experience is that if we can get together and have these conversations, lots of times we can work through some solutions that frankly, people didn't know existed and all of a sudden we can get them across that bridge to peace of mind and that way everybody's better off. And folks ask the question, well, what can I do?
0: Or children uh, might ask, what can be done? And
1: that's why you seek out an expert in elder law. Well, that's right. And one of the things that I also hear from my clients all the time is, you know, I, I did my, my estate planning years ago. It's all taken care of. And that may be true. They may be right. They want to be real careful here, Dan, because they want to make sure not only did they deal with the question, what happens when I die? also want to make sure that their documents deal with the question, what if I don't die but become sick? Because as we've talked about the cost of care being what it is, there are steps you can take. There are ways to protect your family, your loved ones. You've just got to make sure you do it ahead of time. All
0: right, Bill Hammond with Casey Elder Law. Offices are here across the Kansas City metro. You can find out more information about this at kcelderlaw.com. With the experts in the news, I'm Dan Weinbaum. Thanks for joining us. And Bill, thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements.